The crowd of refugees who were not going was pressing against the police line. They had been shouting since the boarding began, but it was as if my hearing had tuned out and now was coming back. People were crying, calling out last-minute pleas. How can you leave us here? Please don't leave us, please! Once I had heard Romeo Dallaire, the Canadian general who had commanded the UN troops in Rwanda during the genocide, describe what it was like to leave people to their fates, to look into their eyes and know you simply cannot help them. It broke his heart, Dallaire said. My heart too, I thought. Mine too. Then I blocked it out. When everyone was finally on board, I gave Sheikha and Dennis Perlow the manifests for their buses. I was going in the first bus with Captain Jose. Sheikha would be in the second, Perlow in the third with the thirty-two from the tent. The fourth was empty, my backup, just in case. I had broken down the evacuation list into subsidiary lists of those riding in each bus and made sure the refugees boarded the right buses. Go through your lists, I told Sheikha and Perlow. Make sure everyone with children knows what age they're supposed to be. Then I stepped up into the first bus, and all four buses pulled out in a cloud of exhaust. The compound gates closed behind us. A little way down the road, my phone rang. Terzi. Sasha? Davide. I'm in the lead bus. We're on our way to the airport. Good. I could hear him perfectly, the line clear for a change. I'm still here with this bastard, he said. Make sure you don't stop, not for anything. Do you understand? Do not stop. I'll see you at the airport. As the bus bumped and swayed over the pockmarked road, I moved down the aisle, holding on to the seats, squatting next to the families with children, telling them, we have too many people for the flight. What we've done is change some ages, because children under two can sit on laps. We've made your four- and three- and two-year-olds into one-year-olds. When you get on the plane, have them sit on your lap. If anyone asks you, you say they're one-year-old. If anybody gives you any trouble, you tell them to talk to me or Sheikha. We have the list showing the ages. Do you understand? Good. A half hour later, we drove through Najili Market, the place where Sheikha and Durthik had had a flat tire on one of their evacuations, where they had been a moment away from being overwhelmed by a lynch mob. The market was thronged with mid-morning shoppers. I imagined it all happening again, the guards out with their AKs, the mob howling for Tootsie blood. When we passed the market, I let out a deep exhale. I hadn't even realized I was holding my breath. Halfway down the aisle, a woman in a frayed red shirt gestured to me. I squatted down beside her. Are we really getting out of here? she asked. She was shaking all over. Yes, I said. We'll be at the airport soon. We're getting on a plane and flying to Cameroon. Trying to convey a sense of confidence I wasn't exactly feeling. Who knew what was really going to happen when we got to the airport? Do you know what they did to me? She said. Her eyes were leaking tears. Do you know what they did to me in prison? She didn't have to tell me. I knew. I had heard too many stories already. At the airport, we snaked around the perimeter fence and found the gate open for us onto the tarmac. I could see the Cameroon air jet sitting by itself away from the terminal, the gangway stairs up against the plane's open door. We pulled up fifty yards from the plane, so near, I thought, but still so far. 
The bus doors opened, and I stepped down with Captain Joes and our guards into a little huddle of immigration agents, already waiting. To my right, I could see Sheikha and Perlot getting out of their buses. In front of me, between the bus and the plane, a double row of people were standing in what looked like a receiving line. I saw Barry from the embassy, UNHCR people, ICRC officers, officials from the Ministry of Human Rights, and others I didn't recognize, no doubt from NGOs and other embassies. Congolese soldiers were all over the place.